Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Doink and Doink Connections podcast with David and I talk all things professional wrestling. Nope. Not tonight. Not tonight. We're not talking about wrestling tonight? Nope. We're not talking about wrestling tonight. Tonight, we're going to go on a tangent because we haven't talked sports in a while. And with how pathetically bad Monday Night Raw was, we can cover Raw in a little bit because it's only yeah, it's not gonna like take 10 us long. minutes. Yeah. We might as well go over you know, what's been going on in arguably one of the weirdest sports seasons in my recent can, memory. Can we just do the one thing and can we just glaze over anything to do with the Red Sox? Well, um, <laughs> at, at, at least you guys know you're probably not going to finish last in your division now. You know, there's a possibility of you guys getting at the fourth. But over whom? I haven't been paying attention to the season because we're that bad. No, I just know that they're kind of creeping up a little bit. It's not. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. That's a that's a triple a team at best right now they dumped everything yeah you know, they're rebuild mode it's okay i mean it's yeah not, we're, it's we're playing big... for first round pick well, first draft pick well it's not gonna that i they've already i think they've already gotten the uh, draft all situated but regardless we're gonna talk about this past sunday in the nfl because what an exciting week in football it was and what oh an, my god what a injury ridden weekend Dude, I, if I was a professional football player for the San Francisco 49ers, I'd be afraid to play on Levi Stadium yes. Field right now. Oh, my <clears> God. <throat> the amount of people who left that game on the Jets and the 49ers, yeah. how many important players left on the 49ers? Nick Bosa, Mosfrey, um, Jimmy Garoppolo. Mozart, yeah. oh, oh, my God, man. That, that's I, I saw I saw a list on Instagram. I'm trying to see if I can pull it back up of all the injuries. Oh, I mean, if we're just going to talk about first-round talent, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Saquon Barkley. Uh, I mean, David Montgomery went down for the Bears, but he ended up coming back. Yeah. Um, Nick Bosa went out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo went out. Uh, yeah. Um, it, it's crazy. Raheem Mozart. Yeah, uh, Raheem Mozart went out. Uh, you didn't even have um for the Saints. Michael Thomas didn't even play. No, he got hurt week one. Yeah. So it that's this that's is, the real real downside of not having a preseason. Not having a proper training camp and is uh, because and a real preseason because the players have not been able to get get the uh, get the time in, get the work in. Yeah, get the get the jitters out. Yep. So they're playing, playing for first right from the gate. Yeah, and and one of the big things <clears throat> that you're noticing is, uh, especially if you watch last night's Monday Night Football game. You know, I'm I'm kind of jumping around here when I'm talking about sports right now because yeah. it's just I, I just want to get away from wrestling for at least the next 10, 15 minutes because yeah. it was just that bad last night. Um, one thing you'll notice is, especially with someone like Drew Brees. Yeah. Right. The guy's an guy's Hall of Fame. Oh, he's he, he he's could, top five quarterbacks in the league. Dude, right now. he could drop he, he could drop a pin into a thimble from yeah. fifty yards away. Oh yeah, okay, that's how good he is. But you're noticing something's amiss, especially with these new wide receivers. Emmanuel Sanders is a great wide receiver. So why is it that Emmanuel Sanders and him aren't connecting? Because he's got such a comfort zone with someone like Michael Thomas that he's expecting his receivers to do X, and they yeah. go and they do. Why? And that's when he's throwing an interception or an incompletion at someone's feet. And those were the mistakes we saw Tom Brady make week one. Yes. Guess what? Had a week, corrected it with his receivers, and look what they did week two. Yeah. Okay? They because came, because they came out and um, who did they beat week two? Carolina. Yeah. I know. And it's just crazy because it was a completely different football team from what we saw against the Saints in week one yeah. to what they played against the Panthers in week two. Yeah. So I think... That's what you're going to start seeing from a lot of these NFL teams. Because right now, definitely the offenses are ahead of the defenses. Unless uh. you're talking about a couple of teams. Chicago's defense is ahead of their offense. Um, 
you look at a team like the Ravens, who I think are pretty much complete at this particular moment. Yeah. The Buffalo Bills, pretty much complete at this particular moment. Yeah. Um, the uh, Chiefs look pretty complete. They should have been beaten by a rookie quarterback. They should have. Um, um, a couple of mistakes, a couple of rookie mistakes. First, first time well, out. Well, it's what happens. Exactly. It's a learning curve for him. He'll probably get. <clears throat> if Tyra Taylor's not ready, he will probably get the start week three. No, he's getting start week three. Tyrod Taylor's not ready. I mean, they don't want Tyrod Taylor back out there. They, they they're gonna go with they're gonna go with this this rookie. That's what they're gonna do. You think they're gonna stick with Herbert for the rest of the season? Yes. Yeah. I I, I firmly believe that. Okay. I firmly believe that. Um, but it's just like you're seeing you're seeing these offenses who are just missing by like a click. Yeah. It, it, it's just odd. And I'm not I'm not trying to put Chicago's offense in the same ballpark as any of these other offenses. But even Chicago's offense, right? First week, first two quarters, first first three quarters. What did they do? They Not did much. nothing. Absolutely nothing. But All then of a sudden, Mitchell Trubisky pops bang, off. Pops off. Three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Yeah. All of them awesome throws. Oh, yeah. All of them awesome throws. Especially the one to Miller in the corner of the end zone. Kind of the reason why I started Miller this week on my fantasy team, thinking because, oh, Allen Robinson's in a contract dispute and Miller had a good week the week before. Hey, he should have a good week. He gets me a goose egg. And I lose by two points and in my fantasy football team. Who do you because lose to? Russell Wilson, who's on my team, throws to Chris Carson, who's on your team, for a touchdown to end the game for the for the Seattle Seahawks. So, uh, yeah, that that's how I lose. Yep. I lose because I put a guy on my bench in uh, AJ Green, yeah, who scored eight points, and then I had another guy on my bench. Um, uh, who's the other wide receiver I had? I put on my bench. I can't remember. I can't can't remember who it is. It doesn't matter. It's just frustrating. It's just frustrating to have those two guys on the bench. And the other sad part is that Russell Wilson throws an interception in the first quarter. There's two points right there. It's like, whatever. Oh, you had Fitzgerald. Oh, yeah, Larry Fitzgerald, who also got like eight points. Yeah, he got 12. Oh, okay. And Keenan Allen got uh, 16. uh, 16. So, yeah, there's three guys who did, you know, way more than... Mr. Miller, who dropped a surefire touchdown, dropped another pass later in the game as well. And then got benched. And then got benched, pretty much. Well, for, you know for, who, for a rookie, Mooney, who had a touchdown reception in the game. Yeah. And looks like he's supplanting himself as the number two wide receiver for the Chicago Bears right now. Yeah. And you know who else should be benched? Carson Wentz. All day. He's not looking. He, he does he, not look. You know why they won't bench him, though? Because he was number one pick. No. Because they paid him $100 million and let go of Nick Foles. Yeah. And they don't want to... <laughs> that coach and that GM are tied to him. And you know who else is tied to their quarterback? Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy. Yeah. They're tied to Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. And as much as everyone was talking about why Mitchell Trubisky got the starting job, it's because those two guys are tied to him. They need to allow Mitchell to go out there. Hey, so far, the Bears are 2-0. and And Mitchell Trubisky's put together four good quarters. Yeah, it hasn't been four good quarters in one game. It's been yeah. two in one game and two, two in another. another. But at the same time, the third and fourth quarter of this past game aren't on him. It's on he, the defense. Well, no, 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 no. D- d- come on. The defense gave up less than 300 yards, only gave up 13 points, had four sacks, had two turnovers, had another turnover that was a return for a touchdown that was called back on a bad call by a referee. No. The defense showed up, okay? Yes, the Giants are Daniel Jones, no Saquon Barkley, no Golden Tate. Yeah. I understand it's a it's it's a patch, you know. It's a patchwork a, team. Exactly. But it, it's still an NFL team. It's still an NFL roster. Yeah. And the defense showed up. The thing is, everything I was talking about the Bears last year, which is give the rock to David Montgomery, give the rock to David Montgomery. They were giving him the rock. Then all of a sudden, they get cute and give the ball to Cardell Patterson. And then they give, the, give him the rock and then get cute and try to do a trick play. Yeah. Dude. 
if it's working, if your best if offensive player... If it ain't broke, player, don't fix it. What did I say when we were in Philadelphia last year? Line up in the eye and just power the ball. Yeah. And they didn't do it in the first half. Oh, wait. But then they came out in the second half. And they did, and they did that. And they made a game out of it. Yeah. Hmm. Nagy needs to understand that he just needs to win games, not win games his way. Yeah. The team just needs to win games. And if winning games has Mitchell Trubisky throwing the ball 20, 23 times for 180, 200 yards, and you're handing the rock off to David Montgomery 23 times for 150 yards, <laughs> I'll win games that way all the time. Because yeah. if I remember correctly, again, not to keep you'll cutting take, you off. You'll take the wins even if they're boring. If Dude, it's the same thing every game. All right. The 2006 Chicago Bears went to the Super Bowl with that formula. Yeah. Great defense. Brian Arlacca, Adewale Gunley, Alex Brown, Tommy Harris, Charles Tillman, Nathan Basher, uh, Chris Harris, Mike Brown, Lance Briggs, Hunter Hillemeyer, rotating out with Mark Anderson on defensive end, Tank Johnson at defensive tackle. Unbelievable defense. Unbelievable defense, okay? Rex Grossman was their quarterback. They went to the Super Bowl in 2006 with Rex Grossman as their quarterback, with Bernard Barrian and Moussa Mohammed as their one and two wide receivers. How did they play on offense? Let's see. Uh, lined up one tight end, two wide receivers, and a running back who could have either been Thomas Jones or Cedric Benson, and they handed the ball off a lot in the cold weather games. In those playoff games, it wasn't Rex Grossman who got them to the Super Bowl. No. No, it was Robbie Gold's foot against the Seattle Seahawks, and it was the defense in the running game versus the New Orleans Saints. And then they got away from it because Devin Hester returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown, and then the the Bears got all happy, flustered, flustered like, oh my God, we got we just got spotted seven points, and then gave the game away. Just gave it away. And they even forced two turnovers against Peyton Manning in that game. Mm-hmm. They just gave the game away. So... This team can do the exact same thing that that 2016 did. I'm not saying they're Super Bowl bound. There's way too many good teams in the NFC. Way too many good teams. Even yeah. some of the bad, like the teams who are looking bad right now, are still good teams. Like the 49ers are still a good team, but they're just injury riddled right now. Yeah. So, can we can we before we get on to the monstrosity that was Monday Night Raw? Sure. Can we talk about one play in particular from this past weekend? And you might know what play I'm talking about. What, Eddie Jackson's interception being returned for a touchdown that got called back because of a bad pass interference call? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Robert I, didn't Quinn's, I didn't even know what you said there. Robert Quinn's first snap on the defense for the Chicago Bears turned into a strip, strip sack. No, we're not talking hold? about a Bears play. Oh. We're talking about... The Swiss cheese defense. Oh, man. Or in this case... Actually, I called them Swiss cheese all last year. And it, 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 there's not a Swiss cheese defense. This is a Swiss this cheese This is a Swiss cheese and special, special teams. teams. Dude, I have Why never... Why the hell do you, on an onside kick, where the ball has to go 10 yards for the offense to touch it, but if it goes 2 inches, the... The freaking defense, the receiving team can touch the ball. Why do you stand there and was watch it? a bald whirly bird on the ground for 10 yards was just it? to let the Dallas Cowboys jump on it All right. and win the game? Everybody was talking about how good a game Hayden Hurst was. Hayden Hurst, right? Is there other tight end? The, yes. Okay. Hayden Hurst is the tight end. Everybody for was Atlanta. talking about how good of a game Hayden Hurst was having. All he had to do was fall on that goddamn ball. Excuse my blasphemy. You know, I don't like to. Use use vein and stuff like. All he had to do as that ball was spinning six yards, seven yards, eight yards, fall on it, dude. You all are just. 
I told. <laughs> I We're to- so flustered about Dude, this. I told Becky. I, we sat there last night and we watched the play again because I just still couldn't believe that it had happened in such a manner. First of all, the Dallas Cowboys didn't lead at all in that game. No, they, they went for zero, zero minutes in zero seconds and won that game. Okay, the Cowboys. Oh God, they've been gifted. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And did you know, I, the stat is something like since two thousand and seven, forty four teams have had a 14-point lead with less than nine minutes to go in a game, and only three teams have blown the lead. Twice the Atlanta Falcons have the Falcons, done. yeah. Twice, okay? Once one was Sunday, and once was the Super Bowl. Okay? Yeah. So, and oh my And let me God. say this. And they started, let me say this. Dude, that Swiss just defense started off with a forced fumble, a forced fumble, a f- uh, turnover on downs. Dude, they started off on fire. Yeah. What happened? They let it go. Now, uh, I put none of this on Matt Ryan in that offense. No. Everybody wants to talk about how in the second half that they had they had opportunities. You know what? They sustained drives to keep their defense off the field. It's not like they went three and out re- re- routinely. Repeat, repeatedly. Like the no. Bears did the other day when their defense had to keep coming back on the field and keep coming back on the field and keep coming back on the field. They didn't do that to their defense. Their defense sucked. Yeah. Sucked. They're the same Swiss cheese defense they were last year. And I'll tell you something right now. Atlanta should unload people. They should get rid of Grady Jarrett. Try to get him on the trading block. Get rid of Deion Jones. Get him on the trading block. Just unload. Get rid of some of your talent. Try to try to recoup something, man. Rebuild. Because that grab team is... Some, grab some undrafteds. Grab some... No, no. Try to, get, try to get good picks. I mean, I can tell you right now, as a Bears fan, Allen Robinson's going to be on the block. Yeah. And... And if the Bears get anything less than a second round pick for Allen Robinson, this whatever team got him got him for a steal. Yeah. Because if the Patriots can give up a second round pick last year, and I forget who who the receiver was that they brought in, but they brought in a receiver for a second round pick. If they can give up, it wasn't Sanu, was it? Muhammad Sanu. Thank you. It was Sanu. It was Muhammad Sanu for a second round pick. He's not even on the team right now. No, he's playing for. Uh, is he playing in Atlanta? I don't know. He was in Atlanta. I don't know if he came over from Atlanta. I don't know if he's back in Atlanta. Whatever the case may be. Yeah. Robinson's a better receiver than Sanu. Yes. Without a doubt. Okay. So, second round pick or or just sign the guy. Because you slapped him in the face this past Sunday by signing Tariq Cohen to a three-year extension. And oh, he's, he's in uh, San Fran now. Oh, he's in San Fran. So, you slapped Robinson in the face by giving a three-year extension to Tariq Cohen. And I'm not saying Cohen doesn't deserve it, but... Robinson's way more important to the offense yeah. than Tariq Cohen. Yeah. Way more important. Tariq Cohen's a great special team standout, great at the punt return, but he's already lost kick return duties to Cordero Patterson, mm-hmm. who is the best kick returner in the NFL right now. The yes. guy takes the ball out from eight yards deep and still manages to get to the 40-yard line yeah. all the time. Yeah. Okay? Dave Tabor can't coach a kicker to save his life because Kyrie Santos can't even hit a 50-yard field goal in Soldier Fields, and all I see is people kicking him all over the place in every other stadium in the NFL. But, man... He can coach up a kick return unit because Cordero Patterson, man, that kid's dangerous every time he touches the ball. Every time he touches the ball. He could be eight yards deep. He could be four yards deep. He's going to take it out, and he's going to flip field position very quickly. Yeah. But so far, I've been very happy with the NFL season. It's not just because my team's been 2-0. It's been a, an adjustment to watch. Yeah, without, no fans. without fans. Um, um, my One of the funniest things was the uh, the empty Lambo leap. 
Yeah, the guy jumping into the, yeah, that was that was that was definitely odd. Yeah, it's definitely odd not having fans there and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's just good to have sports back. You know, NBA Finals is coming up. Um, obviously, I'm jumping the shark here. You have the Lakers. Oh, yeah. We're up two and zero, two zero right yeah, now. Yeah, Lakers are up two and zero against um the Nuggets, Nuggets. and then it's two to one. Uh, Heat over the Celtics. Yep. I believe as we're recording this, game four is tonight. Yeah, game four is, is that tonight. tonight or tomorrow? No, a Tuesday. So it should be yeah. tonight. Um, I'm very interested to see um, if Brad Stevens can correct some of his coaching errors. Yeah. Because Eric Spolstra is out coaching him in this series. Yeah. Out coaching him. There's two times that the Celtics have been up by 15 points in this series in yeah. two separate games, and mm-hmm. they lost both those games. Yep. Okay. It's, and that's all about that's all schematics, man. Yes, their their performance was phenomenal in the first three quarters of each game, yep. and they let it go in the fourth. Yeah, and it's all because they allowed Spolstra to change the pace of the game. Yes, is what happened there. Yeah. Um, quick mention of the NHL. NHL. Um, um, right Ma- now it's tight. Yeah, Nate McKinnon. Just so we're all aware, uh, won the Lady Bang. Yep. So, uh, you know, most um, gentlemen. Player friendly player in it's, the NHL. It's like the Walter Payton. Yeah, basically. And then um, we also had McCarr um, um, for the Avalanche won the uh, Rookie of the Year. Yep. So uh, and um, Pasternak. Pasternak was for, named first team NHL. First team NHL. Yep. Same thing with McKinnon. McKinnon yep. was first team NHL. Um, and obviously we have the finals going on right now. Dallas Stars, t- Dallas Stars, uh, Lightning, Lightning. One on one. And I'll tell you something right now. Again, this Dallas Stars team looks great. Man, the Lightning are dangerous. Well, the Lightning have always been dangerous yeah, until the, they went out 0-4 last year. Yeah, but year. that's the thing. I told Becky because we had a little side bet about who's going to make it further, the Bruins or the Avalanche, and neither team got out of their respective yeah. rounds for two different reasons. One, the Bruins faced the Lightning, who, A, are a better team this year. Yes. Although the Bruins were the best team in the NHL pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, and okay. then they kind of just fell apart. Yeah, and then as they came back from it, they, they just couldn't get they the— could, the couldn't get their wheels Figured turning. They couldn't get their skates under them. Exactly. So they ran into a buzzsaw in the Lightning. Yeah. But the Lightning were on a mission. They got embarrassed last year going 0-4 yeah, in the playoffs. Wasn't it against the Canes? It doesn't matter who it was against. You lost in the first round. Yeah. They After were being number one seed. Yes. Go 0-4. Yes. Okay. The Avalanche is a different story. The Avalanche came out dominating these playoffs. Then game one of their divisional series, you lose Landis Gog. Mm-hmm. You lose your... Number one defenseman. You lose your goaltender. You lose your backup goaltender. So now you're on your third goaltender. And basically the only offense you have is Nate McKinnon and Kadiri. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to stay in games because you're going to score goals. But there's only so much you can do. You're going to you're gonna score goals, but you're not going to have any shutouts. Yeah, and uh, no offense. The Avalanche had game 7-1 yeah. until they gave up a weak goal after a faceoff and center ice after they just took the lead. Yeah. And it shifted. It that was the end of the game, man. They lost their. They lost. They, they lost in regulation, even though the game went into overtime. Yeah, because they, they had, lost their oomph. They yep. were. They were like. And they, they were defeated. And because of the players who went down on injury, they had no penalty kill. Yeah, no penalty kill. No. I don't know how many pen, how many uh, power play goals they gave up, but it was just way too many in that series. Way yeah. too many. Um, and then we'll quickly diverge over into baseball. Yeah. Okay, I understand. Your Red Sox, not too good. Trash. 
Oakland, baby. Yeah, Oakland's looking really good. Oakland's looking wicked good. And everybody keeps asking me, I don't know if they're going to win the World Series. If there should be an asterisk on the side of their world. Nope. You didn't put an asterisk on the side of the Astros, those cheating bastards. Okay? So you're not going to put an asterisk on the side of a shortened season for the Oakland Athletics if they happen to actually make it that far. Okay? I am stoked. The only thing that's really upsetting right now, Matt Chapman's done for the year. Matt Chapman is done for the season. That's rough. That's huge because that's a huge piece not only to your defense but to your offense because he helps protect Matt Olson, he helps protect Chris Davis, he helps protect uh, Marcus Simeon. I mean, that team's loaded, but having Chapman in your lineup is a different level of being loaded. The pitching staff's been on fire this year. They've been pitching very well. Even with AJ Puke going down in the um in the first couple of weeks of the season with Tommy John surgery, they've still had a stellar bullpen. Yeah. I've been very happy with the the way the A's are performing. God, I would have loved to seen this over 162. I would have loved to have been able to watch a game like this in Boston because that's, yeah. that's my thing every year. Is I go to all three games over in Boston versus Oakland. I love those games. I love being the only guy in the grandstands surrounded by a bunch of Red Sox fans wearing my either my Houston Street jersey or my Eric Chavez jersey because I I'm from that era. That was like my yeah. that was my era. Mark Mulder, Barry Zito, uh, um, Tim Hudson, Eric Chavez, Miguel Tejada. Oh God, great teams. Yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention. Um, I'm a big golf mark. I love watching golf. Yep. Especially during uh, Masters time. Yep. Um, <clears throat> this past weekend was the U.S. Open, and Bryson DeChambeau won. I believe this was his first Major. time. Uh, it might be his first major win, but I know it was his first time winning the U.S. Open. Uh, it is his first career majors title. Um, he won by six strokes. That's he was huge. six under when everybody else finished even. Wow. That doesn't happen. Well, yeah, it does. Tiger did it a couple of times. Well, yeah, but they had to nowadays... Change, they had to change courses because of Tiger. Yeah, he learned that course way too well. <laughs> he really did. Well, I mean, his father was a caddy there, right? I'm pretty, yeah, I think so. So he got a lot of practice on that course when he was growing up. Yeah. So, um, honestly, I know we haven't really talked. We haven't really gotten into my new show spots. This was just us being this able a, to. This was almost a teaser for a the little, return of exact, Doink eventually. Exactly, because unfortunately, this past week on Monday Night Raw, man, there were. What <sighs> was that? Dumpster fire. First of all, all right, people keep reading into what Retribution was saying at the beginning of Monday Night Raw all wrong. Okay, people keep saying that they said that WWE gave them contracts after they became Retribution. No, they were saying that they've had contracts with WWE and that they haven't been being utilized properly and that the wrong people are sitting at the top and that they are now the retribution of what WWE is going to have to deal with. They're going to reshape WWE in their mold. And in that context, retribution is awesome. Yeah, They are awesome in that context. The names that they gave these guys, atrocious, really stupid. Okay, You could have just stuck with Dio Madden and you could have had Dominic Dijakovic. You could have had it as Dijakovic, Madden, and Thorne. Yeah. It would have been fine. Cut their first names. Yes. You've done it before. Yeah. Alexander Rusev, Antonio Cesaro. Cut the first names. Yeah. Keep the last names. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, Andrade. Jim and Mer- uh, Martinez. Yes. Keep them. Keep their names. But I will Not tell you. Slapjack, T-Bar. I will tell you. It makes me think of T-Bar okay. when I hear T-Bar. There are three people... Who should be in retribution? 
as who like the extension there. of retribution. No, who should have been main cogs in retribution. And retribution should have just been wrecking this Monday Night Raw. Who, who, everything and who? else. Who, who, and who? Yeah. It's one group. The Forgotten Sons. Yeah, okay. I was just thinking that, yeah. They're the one group who aren't doing anything, who are cutting all these vignettes before, you know, COVID, and you haven't done anything with them. They should have been in retribution. Yeah. It should have been them three, Dijak, Thorn. If you want to have Dio Madden in it, that's fine. The two females, Yim and Martinez, which I have no problem with. Yeah. And bang. That's and it. And they should have came out this past week on Raw and just wrecked everything. Ruined everybody's Monday Night Raw. Yeah. And the idea that you're now taking the Hurt business and you're turning them face to face off against Retribution makes absolutely no sense. You spent all this time building to a Cedric Alexander tease of going heel. Yeah. To then just, just for turn him, him face. semi he's not they're not really faces because it's still like Cedric Alexander still had his match against Apollo Crews and had the distraction roll up finish where Apollo beats him with a distraction roll up because he's too busy jawing at Ricochet. So you have still those heel elements. Yeah. It is just the simple fact that why are we turning Why are we taking a heel faction, probably the top heel faction in WWE, and facing them off against these goons and masks. Yeah. Like, why can't we just have it set up Bring like Bring out McIntyre, Lee, and a bunch of the other faces in Street Profits, even. Faces. Yeah. To go off against Retribution. Yeah. Not her business, who have been heels since the start. MVP came back as a heel. Bobby Lashley's mentor as a heel. Yeah. Brought in Shelton, who hadn't been doing anything. Made him into a great heel. Now they pulled Cedric into it. Made him a great heel. Well, has the opportunity to be a great heel. I'm sorry, let me correct yeah, he's myself. Got, he's still got some work to do, but that's <sighs> just because he's freshly healed. He's not been heel in the E before. It's. I just don't get it. I don't get that. I don't get the mess that's the women's division, man. The women's division is an absolute disaster. Yeah. I mean, I get... I get that Mickey James had to have a match this week with um, Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega. I, I understand that because obviously Mickey James kind of got cheated last week with the way the match finished. That they weren't sure if there was an injury. The referee didn't know how to call the match, so he just called it because he thought Mickey James was hurt. So Zelina Vega came out, put her stamp on it, and then all of a sudden now you're getting a match this week. I understand that whole concept. But for Zelina Vega to just vault all these people, the last time Zelina Vega had a singles match or was involved in any types of matches was six-man tags. Was Again, mixed six-man tags with the Street Profits, Andrade, um, and Garza Garza with Bianca Belair as the other female. And Bianca was wrecking her. And what's Bianca doing? We just saw a vignette with her, like, outlifting people, outlifting guys in the gym. Like, like... Bianca's been on main event. Like, why is they're, she on main event? She's, they're pushing people who, to get squashed. Yeah. Like, what's Clash of Champions going to be? A squash fest? Pretty like, much. You're going to have Jey Uso get murdered. Yeah. Okay. Zelina Vega? Murdered. Uh, Nikki uh, Cross? Nikki Cross? Should put lo- up a good match. Could put up a good last, but should lose. Okay? Yeah. Um, The Women's Tag Team Championship? Squash. If, if the Riot Squad leave the Women's Tag Team champ as the Tag Team Champions... I mean, I would be genuinely shocked. And the only way that happens is if there's a true dissension within the ranks between um, 
uh, Baszler and, and Jax. Jax. Yeah. Okay. That's the only way that that happens. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see the belts on the Riot Squad. I think it would look better on them. Make um, I think it would build for better tag team matches. Maybe against whatever they're gonna name Yim and Martinez. I, yeah. I don't know what the um, oh the uh, Raw Tag Championship, um, I, which is now see? Garza and Andrade. We've had Freaking this match. Teams, dude. We've had this match. I hope I didn't just pop six but, or Jesus. seven times. Seven? Come on, dude. We've had it seven times just on Monday Night Raw. That's true. Just on Monday Night Raw. And seven- we've had, well, we've had it seven times since Thunderdome. Yeah. We had it another 14, 15 times. Dude. Um, and this is, again, where are the Forgotten Sons? Like SmackDown. It doesn't matter if they're on SmackDown. There's the Invitational. That's remember? True. I mean, all right. WWE, combine the tag team championships. Just yeah. do it. Just do Margin, it. Yeah. You do not have the tag team division in to order. Host two separate divisions. You don't. You you really don't. I'm sorry. It, it's not there. It's not like AEW's tag team division. You have, okay? So you have enough mid-card guys where you can have decent mid-card divisions. Hey, you know what? Screw it. Merge all three tag team belts. Let the tag teams run all three divisions. Let them run all four divisions. I don't care. Are you saying the NXT and the NXT, NXT UK? NXT, UK. I don't care. Right now, leave the NXT UK belts in the UK. Yeah, Let them do their thing NXT, because right now, right now, they're not traveling over here. They're just getting back on their feet. Yeah. NXT UK last week was phenomenal, by the way. I love the way that I didn't they, catch it. the vignettes that they did are so good. So good. But merge the three belts. I mean, Seriously. I mean, I that's want, what they did with the WWE women's tag belts. I want you to name me, legitimately name me, five tag teams. Because in AEW, with a single title, you can name five tag teams. No yeah. problem. Yeah. You've got Young Bucks. You've got Bucks, Best Friends. Best Friends. You've got Lucha Bros. Lucha Bros. Jungle, uh, Jurassic Express. Jurassic Express. Private Party. Private Party. Dark Water. Yeah, you've got Butcher and Blade. Yep. You've got... um. You got... FTR. Uh, yeah, you got um, Janela and Kiss. Yep. Well, you got FTR. Don't forget yeah. that. They're the champions. FTR, yeah. All right. So right there, you've already got eight eight teams. Yeah. Okay. Vying over one championship. Now, name me five in the WWE. Street Profits. Brizango. Technically, I can say Usos because, well, one of them's hurt, but okay, still. So, scratch. Okay. So, Imperium. Okay. Well, okay. But isn't Imperium already back in the UK? Or are they still on I the think NXT? they're still okay. feuding. Okay. All right. Um, so I got Street Profits, Brizengo, uh, Imperium, um, Cesaro, Shinsuke. Okay. Um, would you consider Garza and nope. Andrade? No? no, they're not. They're just thrown together. Like they should have been broken up, considering what happened last week on Monday Night Raw. Um, Lucha House Party. Okay. So there's five. There's five. Um, but again, you spread over three belts, not yeah. one belt. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and two of the teams you named, actually, yeah, two of the teams you named were in NXT. Yeah. Okay, and the, probably the two of the better teams going right now. Yeah. Nothing against Shinsuke and Cesaro. I think Shinsuke and Cesaro should actually be the belt holders of all the championships. Yeah. Or if you really want to just give a lifetime achievement, give it to Breeze Angle. Let them start with all the belts and let them bounce between, you know, brand and brand and brand. Because, you know, when COVID happened, they were doing it. They were going between everything. Yeah. They were doing 205 Live. They were doing uh, some SmackDown stuff. They were doing Oh, Lurkin and Birch, speaking of 205 Live. Only, only Lurkin and Danny Birch. You know, the uh, Britain Express. I love it. You know, those, again, 16, okay, we've named six teams through three belts. Yeah. So that's why you have two teams facing the belt every time. 
Yeah. It, it, it just doesn't. You don't have a tag division. You don't right have, now. exactly. So if you don't have a tag division, narrow everything down, bring it to a peak. Okay. Bring one belt, well, unify it, and just also, call it a day. That's also because, but saying this, they're both on SmackDown. Two of the best tag teams in WWE. At least they're hurt. part of the team is hurt, and that's New Day and Usos. Okay, but the best part is now we're getting a run with, with Big E, which yeah, I'm loving. We're getting a Big E singles run, yes, which and we're getting Jey Uso being killed by Roman. <laughs> which, yeah. trust me, I love Jey Uso, I love the Usos, but please kill him because Roman needs this heel push. He, oh, he needs to just absolutely murder him. But again, with 30 plus minutes into this, right, how much Raw have we really covered because it was that bad? Uh, 12. Okay. 12 minutes. <laughs> No, we haven't covered no 12 minutes of Raw. No, we've probably covered like Um, Because we can pretty much skim over the rest. Like Kevin Owens' show. Kevin Owens' show. What a waste. Why did you build all this time to get this uh, this, uh, match between Braun Strowman and and, and, uh, um, Dabakato, right? You're doing it all on the Kevin Owens show. You're taking another And just for uh, Kevin Owens to get groined three times into the post by By Alistair Black. um, I, I heard the pirate. Arr. No, it was um something Kevin Owens said. It was like the the knockoff hot topic employee yes, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I saw that. I lost my mind. I'm yeah. like, that's that was funny. It's very but true. What I'm saying is, is you spent all this time, all these segments, building it from last week, right? For yeah. Dabakato get knocked out with two punches. Yeah, two punches, pretty much. Did, did Strowman really need that win? And can I ask why Strowman went from hey I'm Universal Champion to hey I'm fighting in Raw Underground? I don't know. When I, did he jump ship? I, when did he jump to Raw, dude? Again, it, none of it is... Maybe it's because he's not a Heyman guy and Heyman wants him out. Possibly. I'm just saying. I don't know. Like, Heyman has certain guys that he wants on SmackDown. As you can see, he's pushing certain guys. Yeah, and you can tell one of them's Bray Wyatt and The Fiend. Yeah. He loves it. He loves yeah. it. I mean, he's even letting him use a walrus to, to signify... Which is funny. Yeah. Um, um. Then you have... I mean, we kind of talked about it already. The, ta- the women's tag team match, right? Yeah. I mean, Lana's being punished. Oh, Because yeah. of Rusev. Yeah. Being punished, holy! She yeah. got put through a table last week. She tapped out this week to be put through another table this week. Yeah. She's being punished. So, uh, anybody can see the see the writing on the wall there. Yeah. Can we also talk about somebody who should not be? So is in a good position on the card, but is still being mistreated in that position. That's Keith Lee. Dude, what a waste! He has not had a. He hasn't had a complete he, match. I He's heard had this, one. He has finished had match. six matches and only once finished. Two. What? Him versus um, Dolph, the qualifier for the triple threat. Okay, so yeah. All right, so he's had two matches. So, well, technically he's had three because then he had the triple threat, oh, he which lost came to a throw. finish, yeah. but he lost it. Yeah. But everything else, every other match he's had between him and Orton or him and McIntyre, has been one or the other interferes to end it in the disqualification. Keith Lee... Doesn't need to be in that. Does not. And we said that at the beginning. We he did needs not want to find himself out of that. Yep. And, and we, we did not want to see him be the third wheel in this. No. We said this three weeks ago. We said this two weeks ago. We're saying it again. He does not need to be the third wheel in this mess because all it's doing is hurting his stock in the E right now. Yes. He went from being the NXT champion and the North American champion at the same time yeah. to relinquishing one of those belts to then dropping the title to an injured carrion cross to an injured carrion cross okay which was the right move to move to raw to do what to get his theme music changed his outfit changed 
and then be put in these weird feuds right now where he's either A, he cares too much about Drew McIntyre to take advantage of a broken jaw and then gets his matches thrown out because people interfere, or B, he's beating up Randy Orton, has a win over Randy Orton, a clean win, but then can't have another match with Randy Orton because McIntyre interferes. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to have him in that position at all, dude. At all. Yeah. And I understand they want him on TV because he's an unbelievable talent and he's an unbelievable talker. Dude, he checks every box. Again, I've been watching Raw the last couple of weeks with Becky, and she's even been saying, why are they interrupting all his matches? Because I showed her the match between him and Dijak from NXT. Oh, my God. Where, where he does One the of Spanish the greatest fly. big men matches in the E ever. Yeah, the Spanish fly from the top rope. If not the biggest big man match yeah. in all of the E. And look what they've done with those two characters. Yeah. One's now named Crowbar or T-Bar. T-Bar or And one whatever. looks, one and the looks other like one the Pillsbury look, Doughboy. One looks like he belongs in the Heart Foundation, according to Becky, with his colors. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I'm done. I have nothing else to say about this Monday Night Raw. Well, I the, have the, one more thing. The, the, the Rey Mysterio stuff. Jesus Christ, did we jump into a friggin' DeLorean gonna, and travel back in time say. with Doc Brown and be like, hey, let's revisit the whole um, Eddie Guerrero thing, but now let's introduce the daughter. And what the... Oh, my... I'm, uh, like, I, yeah, what, and then yeah. the main event... Oh, my God, I've been electrocuted. That's yeah. basically what just happened here. Yeah. And then the main event where it's Retribution in their first ever match. Which that doesn't come to a close. Gets thrown out because somebody makes contact with somebody in the ring who's not in the ring. That happens all the time, dude. Yeah. Like, how do you stop a pinfall? You make contact. How do yeah. you stop a... Oh, like... Oh, my God. My brain hurts from this past Monday Night Raw. So let's end it before we both get migraines. Um, thank you all so much for coming out to this merged episode of Doink and Doink Connection and Doink, and technically. Doink, yes. Um, Doink will be returning soon. We just need to figure out our own schedules. Yeah, schedules um, are tough. Um, but we will make it work. Yeah. We'll, even if we just sprinkle it in on these uh pretty bad Monday night raws. Yeah. <laughs> just so- hopefully hopefully this coming Thursday or Friday, whenever we do the NXT AW recap, we don't have to put any sports in because hopefully NXT and AEW perform. They will. They will. They always do. They always do. Um, but other than that, I think that pretty much finishes this episode off. Obviously, like, share, subscribe, as well as comment down below or hit us up on our personals or at Double Doink Network on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Um, with any questions, comments, concerns that you have. Uh, Other than that, I have been Josh. I have been Dave. And we've got two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out.